Welcome to the latest addition to the Compliance Podcast Network, the podcast 10 for 10, which brings you the week's top 10 compliance stories curated together in one podcast each week. Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, brings you the compliance professional stories you need to be aware of at the end of your busy week. Sit back and in 10 minutes, hear about the stories every compliance professional should be aware of. Every Saturday, 10 for 10 highlights the most important news, insights, and analysis for the compliance professional, all curated by the voice of compliance, Tom Fox. Get your weekly filling of compliance stories with 10 for 10. Hosted by Tom Fox. 10 for 10 is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Stories from the week ending August 26, 2023. We begin with a story from Reuters that Venezuela is making a last-ditch appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court to try and keep uh, its business unit, Sitco, from being possessed, from repossessed, rather, from its creditors. It's attempting to limit the number of companies that could participate in a court-ordered sale of shares of Citgo. Um, Venezuela lost this because of the uh, Petavesa, the owner of Citgo, refusing to pay outstanding bills. Next up, in a very interesting article from Time Magazine, of all places, uh, posits that poverty is a direct result of corruption. And this is not outside the U.S., but inside the U.S., um, this is one of the most disturbing stories I've read around corruptions uh, in some time because it's about institutional corruption, uh, particularly in red southern states where whites are basically stealing monies meant for uh, underprivileged or those who really need the money. And, of course, it's been going on for years in Appalachia, South Texas, and the Cotton Belt, all red areas. So, um, for those people who think the Republicans are helping them, they really need to read this article. Uh, next up, from the FCPA blog, Richard Casson reporting, or writing rather, uh, and he asks the question, has China outlawed due diligence? Uh, China has basically outlawed or prevented U.S. companies from engaging in uh, financial and ownership background or basic due diligence that every company has to do. Uh, The uh, change has taken the form of raids of U.S. offices, arrest of U.S. companies' employees, largely Chinese nationals. Nevertheless, wherever you want to be, being in a Chinese jail is not one of them. And it's made it extraordinarily difficult for U.S. companies to obtain reliable information on Chinese companies. This is going to place more pressure on U.S. companies and compliance professionals because the DOJ is going to say you can't determine what your risk is, you can't manage your risk, and obviously if you don't know who the ownership is in your company, uh, it could be uh, just a direct bribe that you're making even though you think it's a straight business deal. So very troubling uh, change by China, although given the current uh, competition between China in the United States and where it's going, probably not surprising. Next up from the Financial Times, another black eye for the UK serious fraud office as it has dropped its 10-year investigation into the Kazakh 
Mining Company, drawing a line under the acronymous case that tied up the SFO in years of legal wrangling. On Thursday, the uh, SFO quoted said, quote, concluded we have insufficient evidence to prosecute, end quote, and closed the case with no charges brought. Um, the black eye for the SFO comes from its uh, two directors ago, David Green and then uh, Lisa Osofsky, uh, the trial um, of uh, the former uh, outside counsel for ENRC and their improper communications with the SFO under David Green. So uh, recognizing this has been a long time coming, nevertheless, a very serious black eye for the SFO. Next up, a story from Business Insider uh, that reports that Ukraine is now offering up to a 10% reward bounty to whistleblowers who report corruption. Uh, Obviously, following in the steps of many other countries, Ukraine is launching a whistleblower hotline against corruption uh, that will see hopefully a chunk of ill-gotten gains um, reported to the government. The country's National Agency of Corruption Prevention announced the new program last Tuesday as it rolled out its public platform. Our next story comes to us from Reuters, which, which reports that the British have charged former Nigerian oil minister, whose name I can't pronounce, with bribery offenses, saying they suspected she had accepted bribes in return for awarding multi-million pound oil and gas contracts. Um, the former minister has also been the former head of OPEC, so there's double trouble there in terms of corruption. But most interestingly, uh, the head of the UK National Crime Agency's International Corruption Unit uh, brought these charges, um, not the country of Nigeria. So uh, she is currently living in London and can be is subject to UK jurisdiction. So congrats to the NCA. Next up, uh, from the Wall Street Journal, Risk and Compliance Journal, Richard Vandeford reporting that an ex-Vital employee uh, is facing two potential foreign bribery trials under the FCPA. Javier Aguilar, who worked as a manager and oil trader in Houston, has been charged under the FCPA and money laundering laws with paying bribes to help Vital win and retain business from Pemex. Uh, Vital had previously uh, agreed to a FCPA violation uh, going forward, and now uh, the employees who are involved are being prosecuted individually. Next up, from the South China Morning Post, uh, Chinese corruption officials have turned their focus to the healthcare industry in China. This has been one of the most notoriously corrupt uh, industries in China and numerous Western companies have come to grief for violating the FCPA or the UK Bribery Act in terms of paying bribes uh, in the Chinese healthcare industry to doctors, pharmacists, physicians, and hospital administrators. And now the Chinese government is taking aim at uh, those who took advantage of this during the pandemic and with, quote, more heads to roll as investigations um, continue into a sector given over $15.2 billion in public funds during COVID-19. 
Next up, our second story from Reuters, and this one deals with um, electric vehicle batteries and the Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act. Uh, Electric car batteries and other car parts have come under scrutiny as Washington's attempt to stamp out forced labor in China through U.S. supply chains. Uh, Previously, this uh, focus had focused on solar panels, cotton apparel, and tomatoes, but now components that may include lithium-ion batteries uh, are increasingly subject to detention at the border. And this is a big change and uh, could really impact the EV battery and car industry if it turns out they are using um, Uyghur or other forced labor um, to build these batteries. So the struggle against Chinese forced labor continues. And our final story comes to us from the Wall Street Journal, although not from the Risk and Compliance Journal, as Columbia prosecutors are getting ready to charge up to 60 people with graft tied to the Odebrecht building scandal. Prosecutors announced criminal indictments, uh, including former government officials uh, involved with Odebrecht, and the charges represent fallout, uh, continued fallout, I should say, from the extensive bribes paid by Odebrecht, who settled their massive FCPA enforcement action back in 2016. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of 10 for 10. As I mentioned in prior episode, this is the one request I've received most often from podcast listeners of the Daily Compliance News to put together a summary at week's end so that every compliance professional can catch up on the news quite quickly. So I hope you will subscribe, rate, and review this new podcast edition to the Compliance Podcast Network family, 10 for 10. If you've got an idea for a podcast, I'd love to hear from you. I start many shows based upon ideas from listeners. So give me a shout. You can reach me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. 10 for 10 is a proud member of the Compliance Podcast Network.